Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. better than this guys being dudes here on the draft dudes podcast presented by locked on it's joe marino and kyle Krabs from the draft network and we are your hosts here on this thursday episode of the show continuing our mock draft picks 17 through 32 coming your way today's episode is brought to you by pepsi this football season will be different and pepsi is here to get you ready for game no game day no matter how you watch this season pepsi is a refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. Because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game, it's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. Kyle, good morning. Oh, good morning, Joe. Mock draft, we got to run through 17 through 32 today. Quick recap? You want to do a quick recap? Super quick. Okay, so Jets took Justin Fields, or just kidding. Jets took Trevor Lawrence at one. Giants took Justin Fields at two. Two new quarterbacks. Jaguars, Joe took odds picks. I had even picks in the first half. So if you as a Jaguars fans really like Trey Lance to the pick, being the pick at three to Jacksonville, you have Joe to thank. The Dolphins took Micah Parsons, linebacker Penn State at four. Falcons took Gregory Rousseau, defensive end for Miami at five. Cowboys, Penny Sewell, offensive tackle from Oregon. Washington football team, Jamar Chase, wide receiver LSU. Los Angeles Chargers, cornerback Patrick Sertain II, Alabama. New England Patriots, Jalen Waddle, wide receiver, Alabama. Minnesota Vikings at 10, Wyatt Davis, offensive guard, Ohio State. Cincinnati Bengals, offensive tackle, Christian Darisol from Virginia Tech. Joe, we've got Virginia Tech back-to-back picks in the top 12 because the yeah. Carolina Panthers took cornerback Caleb Farley from Virginia Tech. Detroit Lions, Devonta Smith, wide receiver, Alabama. Denver Broncos, Alex Leatherwood, offensive lineman, Alabama. San Francisco 49ers broke the internet. Zach Wilson, quarterback, BYU, and the Miami Dolphins drafting Creed Humphrey, center from Oklahoma at 16. We had three different sets of back-to-back teammates getting picked in the top 16. Yes. That's cool. Four Alabama players. Well, they get a lot of talent on that team. Does any other team have more than two players besides Virginia Tech and Alabama? Ohio State has two. Okay. Thus far in the first 16? Yeah. 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 All right, thirty. Dun 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 dun. The Las Vegas Raiders are on the clock in the draft, dudes. November two thousand and twenty-one mock draft, and the Las Vegas Raiders, Joe, they got types. They like players from successful programs. They like prototypical size. They like a lot of athleticism and explosiveness. I get all of those things at a premier position with K. Whitty Pay. Defensive end slash rush linebacker from the University of Michigan. Uh, they drafted Cleveland Farrell in the top five, and that hasn't lived up to top five status. Uh, he's had some flashes this year, but there's no such thing as too much pass rush. And with Max Crosby being a promising player on one side, Cleveland Farrell showing some flashes. You got to go up against Patrick Mahomes each and every year twice. Gimme K. Whitty Pay for the Raiders. 
to help bolster this defense a little bit that has been really struggling to keep opponents off the scoreboard thus far this season, unless they play the Browns in the, the wintry mix. All right, I got the Chicago Bears here at number 18. And, you know, Kyle, I think it's time to get this team a tight end. You know, it's oh. just. <laughs> I was wondering if we were going to go there. Uh, no. Yeah. What well, do you think I'm going to reach for Kyle Trask here at 18? What do you think about a, that? Pick a quarterback. You could pick Jamie Newman. Remember when he was a thing? Yeah. I'd rather give him Kyle Trask, but um, Same. I'm, I'm sorry, Chicago. Uh, hopefully you can find a different answer at quarterback. Maybe Sam Darnold, maybe Jameis Winston, uh, you know, just. But if they go of, Sam Darnold, they're not going to have this pick, right? They're not going to have this pick. No, because that'll be the pick they trade for Sam Darnold. Let that sink in. All right, we're going to help them on the offensive line instead, Kyle. <sighs> Which one of these? Off- Let's go with Samuel Cosme, offensive tackle from Texas. Really good mobility, good length, a little bit more power than he's given credit for. I think we've all seen enough of Bobby Massey being average at best. And I think, I mean, I've watched the Bears a few times recently, and I've I've come away very disappointed in their offensive line play. So, Bears fans are probably a little mad that I didn't give him a quarterback. You're welcome for not reaching. And uh, now you got some offensive line help in Samuel Cosby. Okay. Which puts the Philadelphia Eagles on the clock at 19. And Philadelphia needs at linebacker, safety, corner, everything on the back seven. Uh, they still need additional help in the skill positions. And they still – Need now they need offensive line help because we've seen them get hit hard with injuries. They've got some aging players there. They got so desperate. Jason Peters was brought back into the fray. Um, so you kind of evaluate what's available to them here, right? You got Kyle Pitts, Pat Frowermuth at, at tight end. You got Rondale Moore at wide receiver. You got Rashad Bateman at wide receiver. Uh, you got Dylan Moses at linebacker. Corners like Sean Wade, Tyson Campbell. Uh, but Joe, I'm a pick a corner. Just maybe not the one that you're thinking. Tell me, uh, tell me, tell me about the type, Jim Schwartz. Bump and run, baby. Bump and run. They like some size. They like some length. Jim Schwartz going to be their defensive coordinator next year. <laughs> That's so hard about some of these picks. You know uh, I mean? Yeah, it is hard. <laughs> but but I think. They're going to win the division. Yeah, you can't fire them coming off a division title, can you? Right. Well, you could, but, like, <laughs> they're 3-4-1 and one at this point, and they got plenty of – I don't want to say layups, but they've got very easily winnable – I could see this team winning seven or eight games this year. All right. So, which, which corner are they getting here? Sean Wade has not played well outside. Tyson Campbell's been a little up and down. J.C. Horn's been a stud. Mm-hmm. You think he's a bump-and-run type? Horn? Yeah. Yes. Do you think he's okay playing off a little bit? Uh, against some receivers, yeah. Against some receivers. So that's where I get a little shaky with J.C. Horn because, you know, when they go pressure looks, like they they like to play you off a little bit too. That, that's how we saw Daryl Worley continue to get cooked there, right? Like, well, Muschamp definitely does that to Horn, but, you know, we're talking about different levels of competition. Right. I mean, you go to the NFL, yeah. you got to play a wide receiver group that's got C.D. <laughs> Lamb and Amari Cooper on it. J.C. Horn's not a guy I want playing off. Nope. Eric Stokes, corner, Georgia. He is the pick here. I think he's the best of both worlds. He does have some size. He does have some length. He's played better football thus far this season than Sean Wade, 
or Tyson Campbell based on what we've seen thus far. J.C. Horn has played well, but as I'm looking for just diversity to not be so married to playing an individual type of coverage, Eric Stokes the pick for the Philadelphia Eagles. The Cleveland Browns pick number 20 overall. Um, I want to help this defense. I really do, um, and I'm going to. I'd love to give him a safety, Kyle, but I think the value at safety is definitely not right here. It's not in the first round at all, to be honest no. with you. No, I think there's a lot of I think there's a lot of starters to be had at safety, but you can get those in day two. I'm going to give him a pass rusher, an edge defender, guy to play opposite of Miles Garrett. I think that's been a, an issue for them, not just not having enough complimentary pass rush on the other side from Miles Garrett. Let's give them Aiden Hutchinson, Ooh, edge Michigan. I gave him Hutchinson in my mock for TDN this week, and Browns fans were like really happy with it. Um, so I'm going to continue to feed into that idea and give them a complimentary player to Miles Garrett and get after some of these really good quarterbacks in the AFC. So the Jacksonville Jaguars at three drafted Trey Lance. They're now back on the clock at 21. And Joe, there's a local boy who's or fairly local boy who's still available who is a clear best player available at this point in time. And he just so happens to be an offensive weapon for your new quarterback, Kyle Pitts, University of Florida, tight end. This, to me, is a no-brainer here at 21 with how well Pitts has played, how much of an athletic mismatch he is. Uh, He is the perfect kind of big slot, uh, kind of that Josh Oliver player that they were hoping to get with Josh Oliver. You get him like times a 1,000 in Kyle Pitts. So Kyle Pitts pairing with Trey Lance, really exciting quarterback tight end duo for Jacksonville to move with going forward. All right. I got the Indianapolis Colts to pick number 22, and I guess I'm just going to get all the teams that need quarterbacks late in the first round with, with uh, no real options to help them. So um, bear with me here, Colts fans. Hopefully you can get a new quarterback somehow other than with this pick. Uh, I do want to help them at corner back and I think there's some good options available Kyle kind of ripped through them when talking through the Eagles pick at number 19 and I think there's some good scheme fits here for oh, the yeah. Colts who are I mean look they're for sure they're relying on Xavier Rhodes to play quite a bit of snaps and, he, and he's played okay to be fair to him he's played okay yeah this year. but you gotta I mean that's just a ticking time bomb right like yeah it's you just, can't commit to him long term so let's let's get the Colts a, a number one corner do it so, do it do it do it Man, I'm so interested in which one you think is the right pick. That's interesting to me because it seems like you're down on weight a little bit. He hasn't played well thus far this season outside. He had that one really good rep in cover three that he did. Can't get out of my head, but hmm. 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 play four three, a lot of cover two, Indianapolis. I'm going to ride the hot hand here. Is it Horn? Campbell? Either one of those would be a good pick. Yes. I think that they will go with Campbell because I think he's a better athlete. I think he's longer and more athletic than Horn. Uh, So give me Tyson Campbell, cornerback for Georgia, headed to the Colts here to play opposite of Rakusin. Okay. We here at the Locked On Network have been big-time proponents of the Built brand, and Built's newest product, Built Go, just ups the ante even more. It's a workout gel that's built to help you break through your mental or physical wall each and every day. It's easy to take. It comes in a one and a half ounce package. 
You can put it in your back pocket, in your golf bag, in your briefcase, in your glove compartment, wherever. And it's always ready to go when you are. It's the best workout gel on the market. It's like five-hour energy without the same crash feeling. It's like drinking a Monster with a third of the caffeine and better results. It comes in three delicious flavors. My personal favorite is chocolate mint, but there's also peanut butter honey and chocolate coconut. Bilco combines energy gel with collagen protein, which is fast absorbing, and it gets into your system fast, and it's easier on your stomach. It's loaded with the good stuff to ignite your system. Beta alanine, B3, honey, caffeine, and it's built to kick all day long with B6 and B12. So visit BuiltGo.com and use promo code LOCKED and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. I would have taken J.C. Horn. Well, you can do that right here. I could because <laughs> Cardinals, Cardinals need a little help at corner, don't they, huh? Yeah. Uh, so Cardinals, team needs corner, edge, obviously – they, they've endured a big loss in their pass rush uh, with Chandler Jones being out. Linebacker, if Isaiah Simmons isn't going to play a linebacker role, uh, interior offensive line. It's not really any interior offensive lineman that jump out at me. Uh, Joe, we've talked about how deep this edge class is, and I've got a chance to lock down a, a really well-playing corner, physical corner in J.C. Horn. That will be my pick for the Arizona Cardinals. Pairing him, letting him learn underneath Patrick Peterson. Horn has been tremendous this year. Has there been a player, Joe, in your regions that you have watched mm. who has helped himself more from the start of the year to right now than J.C. Horn? Man, that's, it's probably, it probably is Horn. Uh, Darisaw uh, from Virginia mm-hmm. Tech definitely pops. I mean, I can, I can give you some other guys that really – I mean, Michael Carter, I think he's really elevated his game, but Horn and Darius are definitely at the top. I mean, they're already gone in the top 23 picks. I wasn't thinking of them as first-round prospects going into the year. That's why it's so important to get the games, and that's why we are, you know, yeah, as, as people point. of evaluating college prospects, if we would have not had any college football, we'd be flying totally blind, and it would have probably created the most – chaotic, unpredictable, irregular, and it still might be NFL draft process in recent memory. But at the very least, we're getting a sample size on these guys for these guys to show, hey, I've invested in myself and my craft, and I've gotten a lot better, and this is what I can do. And guys like Darisaw and J.C. Horn are cashing in on this opportunity that they weren't sure they were going to get. I'm up next with the Baltimore Ravens at pick number 24. Kyle, there are three directions I can go with this pick that I love. Um, one of those being edge rusher. I do think there's enough depth in this edge class that I don't need to get it here. And then there's wide receiver, uh, Rashad Bateman, who I think is exactly the type of wide receiver this offense needs. And then there's interior offensive lineman, Trey Smith, who I think is a slam. Goodness gracious. A friggin' slam dunk. Yeah, he is. Pick at guard. Yeah, he is. So here's what I'm going to do. We've seen the NFL get good receivers on day two. You can go find that out for yourself, Eric DaCosta. We're going with Trey Smith. I can't get a, away from this fit. I think it's absolutely perfect. They get a, a mauler there to uh, step in for the void that's been left behind by the retirement of Marshall Yanda. So Trey Smith to the Ravens, I think, is a match made in heaven. That's uh, really not a, not a fair pick. 
if we're being honest. <laughs> it never is with the Ravens, Kyle. It never is, right? right. Patrick Queen last year. Well, and that's what, that's what makes Baltimore so admirable with the way they build their team is like, generally speaking, they're always ahead of these kinds of moves, Yes. Right? And I'm, I'm sure they thought they had some guys and they drafted Tyree Phillips and so on and so forth to, to, to kind of be prepared uh, for changes when Yanda called it. But at the same time, like, look at what they've done with their edge group and how they've been able to evolve that. And they're always two steps ahead of the next big personnel decision that they have to make. This is just like, as you said, match made in heaven. So Green Bay Packers are very thankful that you did not draft Rashad Bateman because (laughs) they are going to. Oh, a gift for Aaron Rodgers. Yes, a gift for Aaron Rodgers. And you can even justify it as, hey, when Aaron's gone, you've got Jordan Love waiting in the wings. We've already taken care of of the quarterback of the future. Let's make sure he's got the best possible surroundings around him. So Rashad Bateman has enough size. You know, he's not like Terrence Marshall would probably be the one that, that people would look at and say, Oh, that's a Green Bay receiver, right? Because mm-hmm. Terrence Marshall's 6'3", 200. Rashad Bateman, he's not quite that big, 6'1", 210, uh, but he wins in a lot of the same ways that Green Bay likes their receivers to win as far as how he addresses the ball in the air and attacks it. So because of that, we're going to break the curse. They were interested in Will Fuller at the deadline. Bateman's not that kind of home run hitter, but you're not going to find that kind of vertical home run hitter at this point with this year's prospects. Anyway, give me Rashad Bateman as the next really good weapon for Aaron Rodgers and potentially Jordan Love down the road. I got the Tennessee Titans at pick number 26. And and Kyle, I I know that you can affirm this statement. I've been very kind to the Titans in my analysis of them over the last couple of years. You have. But I will give them a little bit of criticism here. Mike Vrabel made a mistake not replacing Dean Pease, the defensive coordinator. He retired. Mike Vrabel was not comfortable with bringing in anyone to take over that defense. And, you know, he really wanted this. He, 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 he gave messaging about how, you know, he needed somebody that was really familiar what, with what they did back when he was at Houston and, you know, last year with Tennessee, and he just never found that guy. And so they didn't hire a DC. And my goodness, this Titans defense stinks. I'll tell you what. Um, I got to get him a pass rusher here, man. Um, and I think there's two – man, there's so many that I could pick from here. Um, the two that stand out to me the most are Jason Owe from Penn State, who's got unbelievable quickness and length off the edge. And then Joseph Asai from, from Texas, who has unbelievable quickness and in, in length, but he also has production this year. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean into that. Uh, I mean, that's a little bit unfair to Owe, who's only played two games, and we've had more opportunity to see Osai – but I'm just really comfortable with the development of Osai, the, the comments that Jordan Reed made to us over the summer in he's our scouting monster, meetings. Man. And then the way he's playing, man. I mean, he was just unbelievable last week, and he's been unbelievable all season. So finally we can, we can find that answer. I mean, Clowney, Clowney has, doesn't have a sack this year. And Vic Beasley signed like a fully guaranteed, was it $13.5 million or $9.5 million? It's $9.5 like million. Sent him right out the door. I mean, Harold Landry's playing well, but they need more. Now they have more in Joseph Asai. Okay, so the New Orleans Saints now on the clock here. I'm so glad you're making this pick. Well, <laughs> I'm not. No, dude. It's tough. 
it's not going to be core. I'm not picking Kyle Trask. You shouldn't. I'm not picking Mac Jones, Cheney, none of them. Right. Right. You're not getting a quarterback, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Finally, your turn to do that. You know what they do need? They need some freaking corners on this roster. Jackrabbit ain't what he was in that, that sample size last year. No. And Marshawn Lattimore, expiring contract. I don't know how the hell they're going to pay him. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll extend his deal. He'll get paid through like 2050. You know, I guess. Like yeah, yeah, I was going to say, they'll put him on the Bobby Bonilla deal. Yeah. You get a million dollars, million and a half dollars every June 3rd, <laughs> fully guaranteed, just auto-enroll. Just gets auto debited. Um, so what's interesting here is I'm looking at the corners for this team, and Sean Wade's still on the board. Asante Samuel Jr. kind of the 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 next best option unless you subscribe heavily to the Darion Kendrick uh, hype. They've got a a player in Chauncey Gardner Johnson who I feel pretty good about playing in the nickel. And then I think about Jack Rabbit himself, right? 5'10, 190. That's kind of a Sante Samuel type build. So because Wade has yet to really flip the switch and crush it as an outside corner. And Asante Samuel Jr. from Florida State is another player who has played really well this year, and he's answered some of the questions about his ball skills. He's going to be my pick here. Saints, Asante Samuel Jr. to help bolster this corner room, potentially brace for some personnel changes that are needed, but also the ones that they may not want to make, but financially have no choice but to make. All right, I got the Buffalo Bills at number 28 overall. Yeah, and so much of Sean Wade. <laughs> can I can you let me build it up, damn it? <laughs> <laughs> well, so much about what this team, uh, the Bills would were gonna do in the draft it depends on who's back, where you know Daryl Williams has been really good at right tackle. He's a free agent. John Feliciano, their right guard, free agent, but a really good player. Uh, Matt Milano, really important piece of defense. He's a free agent. And, and so those three guys really dictate so much of what I think will ultimately happen here, you know, who's coming back and who leaves. But the glaring hole that I've continued to find on this roster under Coach McDermott, and he's overcome it in previous years, it's been a problem this year, is that cornerback two spot opposite of Trey White. And I know Kyle has said like probably four times on this podcast episode that Sean Wade has not played well outside. It's a two-game sample size too. Let's well, be fair. Look, let's say that he can't even do that. The Bills are a base nickel defense, and they need a slot corner bad. I mean, really bad. They're, they're, they're in, they're in ba uh, base nickel so often, and teams are running, and, like, they're not tackling. And, and so Wade is very physical. He does tackle. He's good blitzing off the edge. So whether or not he plays outside or inside, that's a starter for the Bills. And the Bills can figure that out, but they need more talent at corner. Sean Wade, Ohio State's the pick. Which puts the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the clock at 29. And, Joe, you're not going to like it. But I'm going to do gonna, it. Travis Etienne. Travis Etienne running back Clemson for a team that is all in. You think of a team that, that's kind of been drafting in the present and the here and now and continues to double down on their strengths and let their strengths be real strengths, Joe? 
had drafted a running back in the first round lately. Brother, I just if you can tell me that Sue Vea's okay, JPP and Shaq Barrett are all back, then like go ahead, get that running back. I mean, even if they bring back two out of the four, you draft is still seven rounds long. You can find veteran. You could probably trade your. You can get on the Baltimore Ravens plan and trade a five for a player of Calais Campbell's caliber, right? There's other ways to get this done other than just I have to draft a guy in the first round. So if I'm drafting in the first round, Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl and then took their strength and doubled down on it and drafted a running back in the first round. For a team that is in a win-now window with Tom Brady, I don't see any other alternative that I like better than really doubling down. Ronald Jones uh, put one on the ground the other day. He has kind of had trouble living up to his second-round draft status. Leonard Fournette's there on a short-term deal. Let's get a stud. Let's get a stud who has proven he can catch passes out of the backfield as well, which Travis Etienne has done over the last two years. He has more yards after catch than any player in the ACC. It's impressive. Here. Uh, Look. The um, you you talk about this this small window for Tampa Bay. Like, what have you seen from Tom Brady that indicates that he's not playing like five more years? Yeah, well, I mean, it's Christ. still it's so sick of his. He'll ass. fall off eventually. Oh. I'm not mad about it. He's not in the. Now we'll be mad about it next year when we have to play the NFC South as the AFC East. But not if, not if we win. <laughs> well, you've beaten Brady. You're like okay, sure. With Tom Brady, it's like a regular thing for you. I, I still have like what is the record against the Bills like thirty two and three thirty two and three or something like Christ. that yeah. All right, I got the Kansas City Chiefs at pick thirty. Um, man, uh, I'd love to give them an interior offensive lineman, but I don't have one here to give them. Uh, so I'm gonna go to defense, and maybe this will be a surprise. There's two linebackers that I really like: uh, Dylan Moses and Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa. Uh, linebacker from Notre Dame. Maybe this is a little bit splashy, but I'm going to give them Owusu Koromoa. Speed, range, coverage ability. I like it. I I do too. Um, especially with like what you're seeing from Herbert in in LA. What you're seeing from you know Denver and uh, what's the other team in the division? Denver and Raiders. the Raiders both have like Noah Fant, Darren Waller. They both want to get running backs involved in the passing game. Like, you need a matchup backer like this. So, you know what's funny about that is you knew Darren Waller, too. You just couldn't think of the team. <laughs> Which happens to me all the time. Well, because we talk about it. I mean, good. how many football players are in our head? I mean, billions you know, like. And billions and billions. And right, billions. dude. <laughs> so, sometimes it's hard to just spit it up, uh, spit it out, like, in a, in a moment's notice, you know. But we, we normally do. But every once in a while. All right, so we have our Jarrell Casey moment, right? Yep. New York Jets on the clock here. Picking this, 31, Kyle. What? Yeah, it's courtesy to Seattle Seahawks. Relax. And this question for me is very simple. What is the best weapon that I can find to pair with Trevor Lawrence at one? And the answer is Terrence Marshall Jr. from LSU. Yeah, I'd be nasty. Size down the field, wins vertically. That, to me, you think about what T. Higgins was, but, like, Marshall's got pop, unlike T. Higgins, right? Yeah, these are the receivers that, that he throws to, you know? Like, yeah. With so that makeup. That is a no-brainer for me. 
you know, Denzel Mims, some, some potential there. I think that I'm excited to see how that would develop, but we're not counting chickens here before they hatch. They need weapons for Trevor Lawrence. Terrence Marshall is the pick. All right, closing out the first round with the Pittsburgh Steelers, a pick number 32 overall. Done, send it in. <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.